Around the world today, we're seeing mask mandates and vaccine mandates to try and battle the COVID-19 pandemic. Well, today we're talking about a mandate that has been in place for thousands of years, the civility mandate on Cell Life Church TV. This is Cell Life Church TV. We invite you to join the conversation with pastors Brian and Kelly as they discuss an encouraging topic that is relevant to life today. Hello. Hi there. Thank you for joining us once again in the Cell Life Church studio. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. This way, you won't miss any videos that we produce or other encouraging posts helping you to be the church in your everyday life. Yeah. So where are you joining us from today? Now we have people who connect with us from all around the world mm -hmm. and it is exciting to hear about new places. Please comment below with your city and nation if it is safe for you to do so. You can also privately message us if that is safer for you, but we would love to hear where you're from. Yes. <laughs> there is so much fighting and bickering in the world about mandates. Mm -hmm. Bickering, is that a word that's gonna translate well? No. <laughs> In nations where freedom is held dear, people are rebelling against mask mandates and vaccine mandates. Now, we are not going to get into the legitimacy of these mandates. Frankly, our personal thoughts about uh, civil mandates are fruitless to share. We are here to promote and encourage the love, grace, mercy, and forgiveness of Jesus Christ, yeah. not to fuel arguments that only divide people further and further. But regardless of which side of the mask mandate or vaccine mandate you find yourself on, there is a mandate that should not be argued with. What we're talking about today is a civility mandate that has been in place for thousands of years. This civility mandate was handed down from God and is spoken about many times in scripture in different ways. Our goal today is to encourage you and shine a light on scripture that you can anchor yourself to when you find yourself in a difficult situation. Now, we are looking at being civil to fellow Christians, mm -hmm. our neighbors, and those that oppose you. The first passage of scripture supporting God's civility mandate is found in John chapter 13 verses 34 through 35 and is directed at the disciples, but it is just as applicable to you and me today. So let's read John 13, 34 through 35 and discuss it. A new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. In this passage, Jesus has just finished washing the disciples' feet. Jesus's earthly ministry was nearing its end and he was preparing his disciples and us for their future ministry. Jesus gave them a new command to love one another. This was going to be their identifier in the world. This is how everyone was going to still know that they followed Jesus and represented him on earth. Mm -hmm. None of us are perfect <laughs> and we all sometimes lose our composure. Yeah. But we must continue to love others as Jesus loved everyone. It is by our love that the world will see Jesus. Mm -hmm. It is by our love that Christ's ongoing mission to reconcile man to God can be fulfilled. Yeah. 
This requires being civil to one another, a civil mandate, so to speak. Yeah. This also requires grace and forgiveness. None of us are perfect. We all get frustrated or upset. We all get we all get to a point where we seemingly can't take any more attacks. <laughs> I encourage you to first look to Jesus's example of being marched through the streets on his way to his crucifixion. Okay. He was beaten, whipped, spat upon, and hung on a Roman cross. Yet he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. I don't get it. <laughs> We must look to Jesus' example and love one another, even in the face of extreme adversity. Yes, it is easier said than done. <laughs> we all know that, but we must try and lean on the strength and power of the Holy Spirit to succeed. Yes, and keep trying, keep moving forward. We, it's all of us. The next part of God's civility mandate expands the civility we are called to beyond our fellow Christians to others in the world. We are mandated to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. Well, let's read Matthew chapter 22, verses 34 through 40. Hearing that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, the Pharisees got together. One of them, an expert in the law, tested him with this question. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. This is a familiar passage of scripture for many. And we encourage you to continue reading in Matthew's Gospel as Jesus goes on to share a parable about the Good Samaritan to prove the point of loving your neighbor as yourself. Verse 40 says, all the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Now, everything we are to do and not do can be traced back to one of these two commandments. But God's civility mandate did not start with Jesus saying this. He was quoting the law of Moses when answering this question. Loving your neighbor as yourself was first shared to Israel by Moses and is found in Leviticus chapter 19, verse 18. Do not seek revenge or bear a grudge against anyone among your people, but love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. Amen. It's tough to argue with that. <laughs> We are to treat our neighbors, whether they know the Lord or not, with love, mercy, grace, and forgiveness. This, again, is easier said than done sometimes. It is a part of God's civility mandate for us, though. We must help our neighbors, not hinder them. Our neighbors should experience nothing but the love, grace, mercy, and forgiveness of Jesus Christ from us. God's civility mandate goes back to the law of Moses and is not something new that Jesus introduced. That's right. Regardless of where we find ourselves in work or social situations, we will find people who oppose us. <laughs> and sometimes it is something we said or did, and sometimes it's just because of who or what we represent. Mm -hmm. This is not new and it can be very difficult. <clears throat> 
none of us are immune to it and we all have difficulty with it. Mm -hmm. King Solomon gives us some wise words in Proverbs 25 verses 21 through 22. Yeah. If your enemy is hungry, give him food to eat. If he is thirsty, give him water to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head and the Lord will reward you. The Apostle Paul quotes this proverb in Romans chapter 12, verses 20 through 21. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. <clears throat> if he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Mm. This is often misunderstood that by serving those who attack us, we can force the hand of God to to enact revenge on the person. Uh, this would be counter to God's commands to love one another and love your neighbor as yourself. Mm -hmm. It is not for us to take revenge or ask the Lord to take revenge for us. Our main mission is to point people to God through Jesus Christ. Yeah. The phrase, in doing this you will heap burning coals on his head, means that you will cause the non-believer to see and understand the judgment of God, helping them to turn to God and accept Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. Yeah. For the fellow believer, it is a realignment mm -hmm. <laughs> from some self-centeredness to be back in full agreement with Christ. Yeah. To accomplish these things, we must minister to those who oppose mm -hmm. us. When we serve others, even in the face of opposition, mm -hmm. we testify to the love, grace, mercy, and forgiveness of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. God's civility mandate means we are to serve others and be a witness of Jesus Christ to them. Yeah, yeah. And it's hard sometimes, <laughs> mm -hmm. let me tell you. Well, there it is, friends. God's civility mandate. It is as old as the law of Moses. And it applies all the way until we are called home to heaven. Yeah. It is by our love that we are identified as followers of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Our love for our neighbor means we help our neighbors whenever they need it and however we can with a good attitude. Yeah. Ministering to those who oppose us is the ultimate witness of Jesus Christ in our lives and can help those who do not know Jesus to learn more about him and turn to him themselves. Yeah. These are all easier said than done <laughs> at times. But the more we practice God's civility mandate, the better we will be at being civil and the better this world will be. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for being yeah. with us. We do look forward to hearing your thoughts. Mm -hmm. Please be sure to share this video with your family and friends. Until next time, be encouraged in Jesus' <laughs> name. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for Cell Life Church TV. Be sure to like and share this video with your friends and family. We hope you've been encouraged and invite you to join in on the discussion. If you have comments or questions about this or any of our other teachings, please comment below. You may also email us. We enjoy hearing how these messages impact your life. Please consider supporting Cell Life Church financially. You can donate to support a pastor or provide for orphans and widows. 
You can also provide clean water and medicine, or you can purchase Bibles for Christians in Muslim nations. Details for these and more can be found on our website at www.celllifechurch.org.